Welcome to the Jay Daniels Coaching Podcast. I'm here to help people like you transform their body image, their fitness and their confidence through exercise, nutrition and mindset training. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Jay Daniels Coaching Podcast. I'd like to thank you for being here today and if you've not yet visited episode 14 where we focused on the live clean principle which is all things nutrition and living I suppose a lifestyle that focuses on not just low calorie foods but on high quality foods instead. Today's episode is going to focus on the Live Lean part of our our module, which is a part of the V3 Shred program, the advanced program. And in Live Lean, we aim to cover lots of different topics, but more importantly, how you can adopt from a psychological point of view and a physical point of view, how you can adopt the best principles to get you results constantly going forward. If you have any questions on anything I covered today, don't be afraid to reach into me on any of my social media channels and let me know how I can help you and you specifically. But for today, we're going to go right back to um, basics. I'm going to give you a little overview by pointing out that when you're an active person, i.e. someone who walks, maybe runs, does an activity or sport of some description, that is phenomenal. But the Live Lean principle will focus on someone who wants to do more than just cardio or basic development. It's really about the development and maintenance of lean muscle mass. Going back to ancestry and where we would have started our journey on the planet, we would have naturally been a hell of a lot more active than we find ourselves right now. Naturally. When we aim to build a shelter, we would need to be active. When we were aiming to hunt and gather, we were especially active. And as evolution has in fact evolved, we've become less and less, I suppose, busy, less and less physically active. And now even jobs and job descriptions have become again less and less active. So much to the point that our psychology and our chemistry has largely changed based on that evolution. And I think we're at a time now where we really need to recognise that exercise and activity is not an obligatory burden, as a lot of us have come to kind of perceive it as. We associate it with things like looking better, yes, feeling better, but it really relates back to the vanity. And while I feel that has a part to play in you achieving your goals, it can't be the penultimate goal, it can't be the decision maker when it comes to you being active or living lean. Because let's face it, vanity will only get you so far. You're going to need to have a deeper philosophical principle in order to get you by those tougher sessions or go through that learning curve or go through that development session or whatever the case is. The one thing I would like to point out here though is at some stage in your life you've likely experienced the benefit of exercise and activity in that you get that endorphin lift, you feel phenomenal after your session, you feel proud, you feel confident, you have a little bit more of a buzz about your step for the next couple of hours and realistically for me it's about entwining that feeling into your daily practice because you are going to get it each and every time but it's a matter of breaking that initial boundary of do I have to do it or is am I, am I energetic enough or do I feel up to it etc etc we're going to cover a little more on the motivation factor later but for now i'm just going to go back and help you understand what it is i mean when i talk about living lean no rhyme intended there whatsoever just happened anyway so how do you develop and maximize lean muscle mass what is required of you in order to do that basically we need to apply resistance to the major muscle groups weekly So you need to cover as many muscle groups as you possibly can in a weekly setting. 
and I suppose yes damage those muscles by tearing them but then repair them by going through the live clean process we covered in the last episode in other words tearing the muscle down fueling it back up so that it builds stronger and more readily available for action your program should really consist of as I mentioned covering a wide range of muscle groups not just the obvious ones like the legs the arms etc etc you really need to get in depth about how much muscle coverage you can achieve on a weekly basis and that in a, I suppose in a big way for me is part of what's missing um, from a person who's, who's moderately exercising they'll typically go for a walk maybe a jog maybe a cycle maybe they'll do a few basic exercises at home afterwards but they're usually missing a considerable amount of coverage and therefore they're missing a huge amount of potential benefit in order to get to that next level so in our flagship program just to give you an example of how you can go about achieving that extra coverage in our flagship program we break the training into three sessions per week and on session one for example you'll you'll do a lower body workout consisting of the glutes the hamstrings the quads the calves etc etc there's always a very tight focus on the core throughout each workout but in the middle workout we'll also start to address the upper body again the abdominal section the chest arms shoulders biceps triceps when i mentioned arms and then of course the upper back which is a huge amount of mass for coverage Finally, on the third exercise day, we'll cover a cardio and core. So as you can imagine, core is a staple part and very intensive part of the V3 program. And on the uh, cardio part, then our aim is just to become cardiovascularly more fit. And that's how the program, the flagship program, is broken down. Then on our advanced program for the guys who come through the V3 flagship, in our advanced program we get much more specific on the muscle groups and adaptation and variety. So what I mean by that is you'll see workouts like chest, back and triceps. The second workout will be shoulders, legs and biceps, finishing off as with the flagship program with a more intensive cardio and core element. And that's how we break it up. That's how we shake the stimulus around a bit so that we're constantly given that variety so that your body has to constantly look for new ways of development. And that's a huge part of what we'll talk about in a little while in terms of variety and variety stimulus. This would be a very good time now to point out the rule of functionality one and progression two. So functionality when we do for example a squat we are in one plane of motion we drop down we pop back up and we use the quads the the hamstrings and the glutes in order to um, activate that movement then for example if you go from a squat position to a lunge or a curtsy lunge or a split jerk well then you're engaging different muscles in a different pathway and that is what functionality really is all about by similar reference say for example we take a bench press or a press up you're again using your arms in one set position to go down to go up and you're targeting the triceps the shoulders the chest um, and that is fantastic but again it's one pathway so within my advanced program you'll see techniques such as a cross press up where you drop down towards the left hand you kind of move your body across to the right hand before popping back up engaging and again giving brand new stimulus to the working muscles the same muscles yes but working in a very very different angular pathway therefore giving a much different response therefore more development more ability for you to develop muscle mass and to burn more body fat etc etc 
So that is functionality. You need to be functional in how you go about your movements. Also, if you're someone who just chooses to run as their means of activity, fantastic. But again, it's one pathway led into one pattern. Your body becomes very familiar with how you run. It applies it over and over. And unfortunately for me, a lot of the time that actually results in a negative um, result in that you will start to hammer on the same joints in the same way over a certain period of time. And you're very likely going to break it down, leading to injury, leading to frustration, leading to no other pathway for exercise other than what you've been doing, which again is kind of leading yourself down a rabbit hole. Then getting on to part two I mentioned, which is progression. So again, people become, you know, at the start of, of a given program, let's say for example, P90X, you go and you buy the Sean T videos and you're mad about them and for the first two weeks you are buzzing about this phenomenal system. Then the DVDs kind of you go through them over the course of the weeks and you go, right, what will I do now? That's all become a little bit uh, boring and very much not exciting. This is a huge part for me in terms of, again, relating back to my program, when I train my clients, we progress the workouts every single week. But then we'll also progress the challenge. So what we'll do is, for example, go from a normal rep range setup whereby you've got to achieve a certain amount of uh, reps in a in, in the given workout on the next part then we look to do a time trial challenge or we look to do a, a uh, as many as you can in one minute challenge or whatever the case is just again to stimulate both mind and body to achieving something different therefore giving you back to development progression is available in a number of ways depending on your pathway of training and if you've got specific questions to you and how you train and you'd like to progress how you train and develop it please get in touch and i can give you back something in return i have a library full of videos based on the different muscle groups and based on the different pathways and training so i'll be happy to share those with you once you reach out and give me a shout don't forget as well that by going through functional workouts, you're also taking in things like joint care. So when you, again, going back to that uh, reference of just running or just walking or just doing specific workouts all the time, your joints become very much, I suppose, led into that pathway, that straight line pathway or the up-down pathway. When you go to angular pathways and different kind of functional uh, workouts, you're going to actually do your joints a favor as opposed to hammering the same joints all the time so making sure that that's also part of your focus is important we're going to get on to the typical exercises you can do but also we're going to address the fact that maybe we don't consider in that muscles are not linear fashioned they don't run from point a to point b in a dead straight line they're oblong by nature you look at your bicep it's an you know a semicircular shape you look at your tricep it's a long rectangular shape muscle you look at your hip flexor it's triangular they're so oblong by nature and multi-shaped and multi-dimensional that one pathway is never going to be the solution this is where i may have a little issue with gym equipment per se or, or the gym environment in that you walk in you have a shoulder press straight pattern you've got a chest press straight pattern you've got a leg extension straight pattern and it's just repetitive it's not doing the, it's not achieving the overall goal of functionality but more i suppose debilitating in that is it's leaving out so much untapped potential and this is in my opinion why things start to become a boring and b they just lose their their you lose interest based on the lack of benefit you're doing the same shit day in day out or week in week out and then results yeah it's okay going a little bit heavier or doing a few more reps but what after that whereas when it comes to functionality there's so many variables you can throw into a workout that keeps you excited that keeps you motivated that keeps you i suppose stimulated to achieve more 
And that's what I'm trying to get across in today's Live Lean module is that there's so much untapped potential in you, especially if you're at that beginner to intermediate level. But going through the typical exercises, let's go from the bottom up. So for example, you're looking to target your legs and your bum. You're looking to shape those areas and recruit more muscle into those areas. So you've got exercises like squats, you've got your lunges, you've got your curtsy lunges. But then you've also got little things that you can bring into that, like a half-depth lunge with a forward explosive shift. Explosive meaning you're going to do an awful lot more um, damage to the fibres, which will result in more, again, development. Then you've got your lateral pathways. For example, a squat with a side shift or a lunge with a power-up. There's so many little dimensions you can add to that as opposed to just doing squats and just doing lunges looking towards the abs then for example you will understand what i mean when i say crunch and sit up you might even understand leg raise but what happens when you start to apply these things in different mannerisms so for example you lift your feet off the floor and you do a forward sitting crunch immediately after the crunch however you engage the lower half of the abs section to roll back into a leg lift and a hip extension off the floor and all of a sudden you will feel both ends of the stomach wall activating in a very new way so that you're probably not going to be able to do much more than 10 maybe 12 reps whereas if you're just doing crunches you're just doing leg extensions or sorry leg raises you're probably going to do 20 30 be bored during the process it's taking longer than it needs seeing you're still not getting half the benefit you could have got had you just looked at the process of activation so I'm hoping you're getting something in terms of how you can vary your uh, your training around to give you more and more benefit the next obvious question is why? Why, Jay? Why the hell is this philosophy important? And, you know, why do I need to achieve this? Is it strictly based around vanity? Yes and no. But I'm going to point out that no is probably a more objective answer. I'm going to go through six different benefits of living lean and living lean through what we've just mentioned. Functionality, progression, using multidimensional exercise in multiple pathways to give you a new experience every time you train, to give you a new stimulus. So let's begin with fantasy and the fact that, yes, you are likely listening to me today because you're someone who wants to change their body, because you're someone who wants to progress in the direction of a leaner, fitter, healthier physique. So with that in mind, what I'd like to point out is that when you've got more muscle mass on board, and that goes from the top of your shoulder line right down through to the calf muscle at the bottom of your leg, the more muscle you can activate from top to bottom, the more body fat that that's going to require every single day to sustain it because your body loves lean mass your body will only hold on to enough body fat as it seems necessary in order to protect itself and your job is to show your body every single day that we can live lean through these healthy food options a but also because we're in this pattern where we're constantly going to demand a higher energy output of ourselves so it'll keep on drawing that body fat away once you get into that cycle and that's the cycle we're trying to achieve in the long run part two cellular energy you are essentially a ball of energy electromagnetic cellular energy so in your smallest going to maybe a stage up from atoms and neutrons and protons at your smallest cellular level there is a little guy in there called the golgi apparatus that stores cellular energy within the muscle cell and that develops based on only one thing energy and energy output in other words activity and activity output so you will have a more active energy system if you focus on becoming more energetically and act energetically and activity aware that was definitely a bit of a tongue twister got it out though 
So basically, basic take home, use and produce. When you use energy, you produce energy. When you cease, you desist energy. So that means it's no longer going to develop if you're someone who's not active. Your mission is to become energetically active each and every day, whereby possible. Now that doesn't mean you go and break your arse every day training. My again typical program is day on day off and on the day off we do an active rest such as a walk, a cycle, a slow something or other, maybe just some yoga or whatever. Part three, you are reducing the likelihood of injury A. So in other words, if you are strong and you, you know, you jump off a, a rather, I suppose, inconspicuous step, someone who's not active is actually risking an ankle break or wobbling off to the side and with no core stability so they just fucking fall flat in their face. Whereas if you're lean, if you're living lean, you carry out small, daily, insignificant activities like that with a much less element of risk. You are injury less prone. And that for me is a huge part because who wants to be laid up in a doctor's surgery or a hospital bed because of something stupid that could have been avoided had you been a little bit less or a little bit more active and less susceptible to injury. B, however, if you're someone who gets injured while living lean, something happens that was out of your control, and yeah, you go over on some sort of a bad injury, the recovery rate is more than tripled when you've got that association of lean muscle mass and active muscle tissue. You're going to recover a hell of a lot faster. So that's another benefit to take into consideration. Part four is you are ready for action. When you live lean, when you apply daily active focus to having a living lean body, you're ready for the unforeseen. So that moment where you're walking your child and they beeline for the road. You're able to react without spraining your own knee or ankle something in the meanwhile and falling flat in your face while they make their way to the road. You're actively ready to intervene and save the day. That for me is important. We never know that moment where we need to physically be active or there's a car coming your way on the road, a driver fell asleep and you need to sprint like a mother to get over that fence and into a safer place. Or you're getting attacked by someone. You need to be able to be strong enough to defend yourself. These basic principles do in fact, hopefully not, but may in fact play a part in our life. Five has to be confidence. Exercise and activity lead directly to a higher level of associated confidence because you're someone not who's naturally confident, because you're someone who makes a specific effort towards yourself and your lifestyle to become confident through that pathway. Confidence, remember, is derived from competence. And competence is only achieved by someone who has a repetitive association daily. Confidence will transition into other areas of your life just as simple as it transitions into the physical aspect of your life. It will transition into the mental association of what you consider your lifestyle or how confident you deem yourself to be on a day-to-day basis. It carries over. Once you achieve it in one area, it's much easier to carry it over into another area. To finish off today's episode, the sixth and final pointer on the benefits of associated with living lean is longevity and energy for not only you, but for those around and closest to you, your family, your friends, your children, your spouse. Those people want to see you as an energetic, confident, outgoing, happy, adventurous person, as opposed to being someone dormant, sedentary, 
always tired, always complaining, would love to do something but don't really have the energy or the motivation to do something. Who wants to spend time with that person? Not me, not you, and damn well sure you don't want to be that person. So again, living lean is a method to become not only the best version of yourself, but also the best version of your future self. So keep that in mind when it comes to you setting your goals towards why you need to be that little bit more active and achieve the things you're trying to achieve. And although we go into this on a very deep level on our Shred program, I hope today was a good overview of Living Lean and the importance of it. But for me, I want to just lead you off by saying on our next episode, we're going to dig into the psychology level a little bit deeper. And that is the final part, the third and final part of our Shred module, which is live clean, live lean, and finally know what it means. So please tune in for that one on episode 16. But for now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode any questions at all you know where to get me i'm on instagram at j daniels coaching i'm on facebook at j daniels and i'd love to hear your specific questions so thanks again for tuning in take care of yourself see you soon thank you for listening if you would like to learn more about my v3 transformation experience please reach out to me on any of my social media channels but for now stay on stay strong and i'll see you in the next episode